Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast Show. It's your boy, Bryce, your co-host, joined by... Boy, Tariq. Tariq, end of the week. I gotta ask you, how you doing? Oh, damn it, it's the end of the week. Oh, almost there. Well, heading into the weekend, I should say. Heading yeah. into, we, you know, we do this today early, we normally do, but heading yeah. into the weekend. How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. It is cold out here in Maryland, bro. Like... Telling, I mean, I know you oh, were colder, but it's cold in the south too. No, it it was when I left to go back into work at three o'clock. It was forty six. When I was sitting, I was sitting, waiting for the kids to come down. It was three twenty, and it was already thirty six degrees. It dropped ten degrees in twenty minutes, bro. Twenty minutes. I was like, nah, this is insane, bro. I'm not, I hate this. I know by the time I left at the school at 6.30, it was like 20. Like, it's, it is crazy. Like, the morning be freezing. I'll be, I'll be running. I'll be like, like, getting it, nah. Like, it'd be OD. Um, right now, it is 33. It's a little 20. And I swear, yesterday when I was walking, when I was walking into the school, I swear, I got hit by something. And I was like, hey, yo. I was like, what the? And then I got hit by another one. I was like, that was a snow flurry, bro. I swear to God, if it's snow while I'm in the school, bro, I'm going to be so mad. It didn't. But it was like, like some parents came in. It was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw some snow, too. I'm like, oh, nah, y'all. This OD, bro. I hate the snow, bro. I hate the snow. Everything. Like, oh, I love the snow. I said, you love the snow for like 20 minutes. And then you can't get out nowhere. You stuck uh, in your house. Especially down here, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm my coworker. Like, you grown. Who playing in the snow at their grown age? Right. I'm Big like, bro, bro. I said, and we got to make these days up and end the school year. I ain't trying to do that. I am not trying to do that. <laughs> I ain't got time for that, man. I'm like, nah, y'all. Said, I ain't going to be there. They talking about so I can have a day off. Just call off of work. We don't need no snow. They be making me so mad when they say that. Like, oh, that way I get. No, bro. You don't need snow to get a day off. You crazy? Ah, you die dropping snow. You talking about you want no snow. You want some snow so you can get a day off. You want somebody to die so you can get a day off. Man, that's crazy, bro. But driving the snow. All in all, it's been a it's been a good I mean it's what a couple of days? A day since <laughs> a day since we recorded. Literally. Um hey, but it, hey, hey, the time that we're hearing this and listening to this, it will be Thursday. That's a fact. And you know what day it is. Uh, stop playing on me. Run that money up. Nasersky. Run that paper up. So, tomorrow, you know, I'm big chilling. Be in the house. Big chilling. Word. Um, Kentucky got a good win. So, you know, Miami almost won last night with no Jimmy, no Tyler. You know, shout out Bam, shout out Jaime Hawkins. We went uh, to Kentucky in a little bit. Yeah, that boy Reed Shepard, one of them ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Thoughts on Kentucky later on in the show. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm chilling. How about you, bro? Good. Can't complain, man. You know, uh, working, working hard, working on a lot of things. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to everybody 
Everybody that's pressed play on a piece of our content this year, whether that's been on YouTube, that's on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Spotify, Apple, other podcast streaming services, web app, whatever. If you contribute to the listenership or viewership to the Hoodie and Headband in 2023, as Sarik normally says, appreciate you. Um, we got our Spotify rap numbers back today. Uh, I made a tweet detailing it, but um, pretty big year for the pod. Pretty big year from the pod. Our best year yet. My God, Earl Grant. <clears throat> Our best year yet. Um, saw some great growth. Uh, we got a, had a lot of big content come out, some big episodes. Um, safe to say that y'all love when y'all love seeing my downfall. In, in women's basketball, because those have been our highest listened visit. Uh, um, those have been our highest listened episodes. According, like our highest listened episode was the episode after the Nets traded um Katie and Kyrie, composed rage, and then the I think the most like new listens we got was from um WBA Finals um game one and two um preview or something something like that. But yeah, y'all love women's basketball. Y'all love seeing my downfall. We'll keep both of those going. We'll keep one of those going. <laughs> but somehow as one of my teams, I'm not holding back. You're a Nets fan, so I, I'm a Nets fan. Wait, 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 wait. Not too much on that. Not too much on that. Not too much. Downfall gonna be there. Don't worry. No. I'm just very passionate about my teams. Very I mean three kids two, three kids two, but I got a smart... last two years we've been listening. I mean, like last two years we've been doing this. I've had more turmoil with my team than he has with any of his. So, because my team is good. Yeah, your team. You have a serious organization. The, the exactly. Brooklyn Nets are unserious. Or were you chose yeah. them? You chose I, them. I did. I did. That's on me. Later in your life, too. that is on me. I brought that. Listen, I okay. signed up for this. I signed up for this. This is what comes to the territory. I signed up for it. But all in all, man, appreciate y'all. Real talk. It's been our biggest year yet. Um, I remember I said earlier in the year, this is like our most improved year. And it's shown. And I know we're going to improve some more. And if we improve some more, I mean, I don't know. Can you win most improved MVP in the same season? Or do you just get the MVP? No, nah, we're going to get the MIP, and then we're going to all-star, all-league, and then we're going to MVP. I mean, I feel like we all I feel like we all leave right now. First team all pod. I feel like that's us. First team all pod. Yeah. First team all podcast. First team all pod. Come on. If you know, you know. All knowers. All knowers, man. If you know. If you know, you know. And, uh, shout out to us. Shout out to everybody else who's making podcasts in the podcast space. Um, shout out to the Hoopers, Kevo Bands, shout out to my boy um Will with the uh um is it? I'm I'm pretty sure it's called the collective. The um, the college talk that he does weekly in spaces. I'm pretty sure it's called the collective. Um, shout out to my boy Nick Andre, his new pod for the love of the game. I go check all those out. Uh, shout out to Just Music Pod. We was on there this year. Um, shout out to everybody we collab with. Shout out to everybody that's just been supporting us from day one, man. Cheers. I ain't got nothing less than my associates, but cheers.
But uh, I'm good, man. I don't know. Seeing those numbers today, just I'm always like Spotify rap is like a holiday in itself. You know, it's like you get to see, even though you know good and well what you've been listening to all year, but you get to see it. Ain't nothing like seeing it, you know. I got one thing though. Drake always pop up really high, and I don't listen to Drake that much. It be the old Drake that be pushing them that high. It's like the I, I think, like, I think I like, Drake. I didn't listen to none of his other albums. How he number two. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't listened to the newest album like that, but he still ended up number two in my That's album. the one thing that I but did listen Because I listened to so much Drake, like old Drake. During the, like during the year. During the year, yeah. Like, I go through and listen through, like, all his old rap stuff or whatever. I go back and listen to Take Care. Go back and listen to, if you're reading this. Yeah. Go back and listen to um, Views During the Summertime. Like, I listen, Drake has a lot of great music. Like, he's one of the ones. So yes, Drake's gonna be in everybody's top five. Like, I don't know if this album's gonna be in everybody's top five, but Drake's gonna be in people's top five because he's Drake. She's a dominated mind. <laughs> She's number one at everything. Goodness, Larry June was my top listen list uh uh, uh artist this year, and I could have told you that in July, like. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to Larry June daily for I don't know whatever reason. What I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the, the positivity in his music, bro. Talk about loving up your life, getting yourself together. You know, promoting health and wealth, going to Whole Foods, drinking smoothies, making sure your taxes right. Hey, 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 hey. good job, Larry. Good job, Sweet. Good job, Bryce. Good job putting your head in. Um. I, it's just positive. I just love riding around positive. Love riding around, feeling like I got my stuff together. Or I'm I'm getting my stuff together. I'm getting to it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody that's listened. We are eight lit. I know it's not a big number, but for eight people out there in the world, we're the number one listen podcast. That means something. And that's not even including me because I came as we hey, hey, our pod came in second for me. <laughs> I don't know because I don't listen. I gotta edit the podcast, so I hear it. I do the podcast, edit the podcast, and then I normally just watch it like on on YouTube. Yeah. So it's like myself. I know, like I came in second to like my favorite podcast outside of us. So respectfully, but I'm glad everybody else tunes in, taps in, and we're number one for eight people out there, and. Uh-huh. Top 10 for what? Top 10 for 25 people. No. What's the numbers, man? Let me look at this. That's why we have stats. All right, that's going to take too long. I have to go through the whole thing to see the whole breakdown again. But I want to say it's for top 20 for 25 people, top 10 for 21 people, top one for eight people. And we grew our listenership by 50%. Our streams by 108%. Um, we are, what? We were listened to in 12 countries. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Uh, what else is there in terms of Spotify rap? Um, I don't know. It's just been a big year for us, man. Like we 
Went to went to March Madness this year. Got to do some coverage out there. Um, what else we do? We just had like a great year, content wise, man. Just every episode started YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Or did we start at the end of last year? I feel like it was end of last year, beginning of this year. It had to yeah. be end of last year. It had to be end of last year because I started my old laptop. I was on the old laptop. It was in the last year. But I feel like it didn't work with your old laptop. Maybe an episode or two with the old laptop. But I know we were, it wasn't on Zoom for a while. Let me see. So we were doing, months, huh? 11 months ago. It was our first YouTube episode. So that was what? What's the date? December 13th, 2022. That was, that was like a couple weeks before. I got my new laptop Christmas. So Yeah, because I'm looking at it now, and it definitely, yeah, you could definitely tell. Man, that's why that thing used to damn lag and damn, whatchamacallit. My like, man had the headset lag. and the microphone. You said what? The headset and the microphone in your, in your, uh, in your, like, microphone stopped working. We've been on, listen, we've been on the system mic for a little minute now. We've been, hey, pushing through. Facts. Quality still, still, still pretty straight. I mean, hey, we we getting a mic again soon, but yeah, we've been pushing through. This don't grind, don't stop, won't stop, can't stop, won't stop. Come on now. But yeah, nah, appreciate y'all big time for showing out the way that y'all have, especially with the last couple episodes. Um, I believe we like up. Well, last college episode was like. I think we got like 30 something or whatever. But the ones before that was like 450 and like 250. So Yeah, the other the the one is four thirty-four or four thirty-six last time I checked, and the other oh, one is two fifty-six last time I checked. Okay, okay. I, I mixed that up, but yeah. So combined, we had almost a thousand between our last three episodes for Yes. I understand last weekend it was kinda weird, you know, we recorded on Thanksgiving. Yeah, talking about so that's what it is. We back at it, back to our regular schedule programming, back on every bang. Uh, let's get into it. What do you want to start? You want to start with news? You want to start with recaps? Where are you going with this? Uh, we can do recaps, recaps. All right, cool. So, this week, last week, we had a lot of games. We was eating good, eating great on and off the pod. No, not on and off the pod. Um, on and off the court, I guess. I mean, we didn't play, but we watched a lot of games. But I don't know. We had good food and had good games to go along with the good food. How about that? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, we had <clears throat> probably the, the game of the week in terms of, like, leading up to it or just the, the matchup in itself. Uh, we had this matchup highlighted for a couple weeks before it happened. UCLA against UConn. This is like, I don't know, I feel like I'm growing in a way. Because I used to get mad when my teams would lose. And now when my teams lose, I'm just like, I guess it depends on who we lose to, in a way. Clemson be making me mad because we should be winning. But, like, when UConn loses now, I don't be as mad. Um, I do be a little, like, frustrated when we lose teams that I feel like we should beat. But with this game, I wasn't, like, I wasn't expecting us to lose, but I wouldn't have been shocked by us losing. So as the game was UCLA going on, is the number two team in the nation. 
yeah. So I was really just like, I really just wanted to see where we were at in terms, in terms of our offense and the way we were competing. And the offense still got a ways to go. The defense, I want to say, is there, even though we gave up a ton of threes. Charisma Osborne has six of her own. So, um, and obviously it's it's hard to defend when you when they have somebody like Lauren Betts and we don't really have the size to combat that. Like Aaliyah Edwards is what, six three? Like Lauren Betts is six seven. Like you gotta double. You gotta, you know. Wait, she's six seven? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Damn. Uh let me just make sure. Yeah, six foot seven. Her sister not that far behind her, bro. Sienna is I wanna say six five. Six seven is crazy. I had Sienna. no idea that's all. Sienna is six four, but this was last year, so she could be six five now. Um, but yeah, uh really it's just like can the offense catch up with the defense in a way? And can it not can it get to a point where it's not just like we're living and dying with Paige is doing. Yeah. Um, and we had less of that against Kansas, but it felt like a lot of times uh, in the in the UCLA game, we were just kind of – people were kind of tentative and they were hoping that Paige would make something happen. And at times she would, but at times, you know, they were, you know, she going to miss shots. So um, Kiki Rice really was just like dominating, especially in the first half. She was getting whatever she wanted. She was hitting three. She was in uh, pull-up middies. She was getting to the rim. Um, and then Charisma Osborne started hitting threes. And it was just like, I mean, we we know we don't really have an answer right now. Like, and, uh, that's happening, bro. Right. And only two players scored in double figures for us. I mean, when Aaliyah Edwards has five points, five fouls, it's two for 12 from the floor. Like, it's going to be hard to beat the really good teams in the, in the country. So, um, it don't matter if Paige gives you 30. Our next – our next highest scorer gave us 11. So, and Kiki gave them 24, 11, and 8. Charisma Osborne gave them 18. Best gave them 13. And they still had players on the bench step up and make plays. We had, I think, three total points from the bench. So, I mean, you're not going to beat elite teams that way. And I think having a schedule like this is good because the Big East isn't going to challenge us as much. I, I, I could be wrong with that. But I don't think the, the Big East is really going to challenge us. Um, and I think that's a problem for us. But that's why we have these these matchups early in the season. We're testing because every game that we have, it feels like we have a real chance at losing. Like, we play North Carolina uh, next weekend. Um, so it's not like, you know, oh, we play UCLA, we play Kansas. All right, now we're just going to play a couple smaller schools before we get ready. Like, no, like, we're playing – Ranked teams and top and power five teams until we get to um, conference play. So hopefully by the time we get through these these ranked games and these power five games and into conference play, the, the offense has found itself. Um, obviously, players have different roles than they did last year. Um, we have freshmen that are you know trying to find their roles. People, we thought we'd have AZ this year. Um, so a lot of people are having to step up and do more than they probably were expecting to do. A lot of people are doing less than they were doing last year, and that's probably a little weird for them. Um, I think we just got to find a way first to get Aaliyah going because Aaliyah was our best player last year. And right now she just 
she doesn't seem to have the confidence that she had last year. And we really need that from her. And Paige is getting, you know, back to herself with every game. Obviously, she had 30 and then she had 22. And she's playing well, but you don't want to put all the all of it on her. Obviously, she's coming back from a torn ACL, so that's still a major injury that she's coming back from. Um, and you don't want to wear her down before we even get to commerce play and before we get to, you know, the tournament eventually. So really it's just other players got to step up, and it's not even players got to average like double figures. Like four players give us seven to eight points a game, and that's a whole, that's a big difference. Like you just got to make open shots, really. What's up? Question. Um, I ain't, I just raised my hand on my own podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I didn't be funny, but um, what is this team ceiling? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've been asking myself, like, is this team still – like, is this program, is this team still a, a lock for Final Fours? Like, for how many years have UConn always been penciled into a Final Four? I feel like this is a year – like, obviously, like, last year was different because of the injuries, but this year I feel like you can't lock them into a Final Four. Like, yeah, you could say, like, oh, they'll make a Final Four. They should, talent-wise, they should. They should but I, but – with the way they've been playing, yeah. But with the way they've been playing, I can't confidently say that I think they make a final four. Their ceiling, their ceiling is a final four. I don't okay. know if they can win a national championship, but their ceiling to me is a final four. Will okay. they reach that? I don't know. Yeah, um, especially you got teams like, like South Carolina, like UCLA, like Iowa, like Stanford, like hey USC. Size like, Tech. Like LSU, yeah, USC, Utah, like it's a lot of teams out there. Yeah, like, stars, man. Like the field is just different, bro. Everybody, I don't know. Everybody's everybody, everybody giving them their best too. Like everybody's always wanting to try to get at UConn because UConn has been that program. UConn was that program for like yeah. fifteen years. Yeah, it went from everybody wanting to go to UConn. That's what happened. People, instead of wanting to go to UConn, they want to beat UConn, which is great for the game. Yes. But it sucks. it sucks for UConn. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not going to lie to you. Because, like, UConn to... fans are spoiled for the longest, man. Like, getting the top recruits every year, having these top uh, uh, um recruiting classes and stuff. You got teams full of top five draft picks. Like, the whole star line would go one through five in a draft or whatever, like. I ain't never seen that happen. But that, I, I ain't never seen that happen. I'm just talking. I'm just saying things at this point. Yeah. But they got legendary scores. Like, look, yeah. look, arguably the GOAT behind me. Arguably a number go down to Sarasi. Arguably the GOAT point guard is Sue Bird. And then there's a bunch of other, like, above average great players after Dude. that. Do we at all time? Another, another possible GOAT. Be on her way. Be. You had, like, bro. That that program is a story program, bro. And cash. Yes, but now people is like, it's for everybody. It's time for other teams to have fun. It's time for other teams to have success. It's time for other teams to dethrone this team. Time is up. Time. I'm not saying the time is up for for a forum, but it, we got the we we getting closer to the end of it than the beginning of it. I'll tell you that for sure. They're always gonna be a team. No, listen. They're always gonna be a team. To to to. It's like Duke, in my opinion. 
Duke is always going to be a team to look out for with Coach K, without Coach K, now with, with, with John Shire. Like, the name Duke holds weight in men's basketball, just the same way the name Duke holds weight in, in, in women's basketball, at least in our modern time. Like, you are. Yeah, I don't know why I said I, I realized I said Duke twice. <laughs> but, they, but but Duke holds weight in men's basketball the same way UConn holds weight in women's basketball. Like, everybody yeah. wanted to go there. But now it's getting to the point where, you know, people, I don't want to say showing they hate, but it's like they're starting to become that most hated team, just like how Duke was the most hated team, is the most hated team in men's. Like, people have parades. I don't want to say have parades, but it's just like, it's a highlight whenever they they beat UConn, you know? And I'm not saying, mm, I don't know. It's just maybe UConn got a little catching up to do. Just a little bit. But you see what things like NIL, just seeing how other people have benefited from it or see, just seeing how other teams, just like the appeal of other teams are better than the appeal of UConn at this moment. Like, South Carolina really got the shine right now. Like, South Carolina's really that it girl kind of team, you know? It used to be UConn. Now it's South Carolina. What Don says on that program, bro? Remarkable. It's also a Geno thing. Yeah, like, that's what Gino. I'm saying. It's probably, I'm going to say regret having caught up because Geno probably might be stuck in his ways still, bro. That's what it seems like. I and mean, we said this years ago, too. Gino is probably the most polarizing coach in college basketball. Him and Kyler Perry, I feel like they're like one and two. Like, you either love Gino or you hate Gino. There's no in between. There's no yeah. like, oh, it's just Gino. Like, no, you either hate Gino or you love Gino. And it's the same for players that are coming up, the same for players in the past. Like, you either, like, you everybody respect Gino, but not everybody like Gino. So there's, yeah. there's players that grow up and they like, oh, I don't really like the way he do stuff. I don't like the way he coached. And that's fine. Like, Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Like that's that's completely fine. And then obviously you see players like you see coaches like Dawn. Dawn is a is a true and through players coach. Like she's gonna bring her players up. She's gonna hype her players up. She's gonna big her players, put shine on her players no matter what. It don't matter what's going on. It don't matter what she's doing. Like last night she was doing the Nike. Uh, she was doing the Nike uh, game last night. And she brought up how she has two number one picks and brought up how she loves coaching and how she loves, you know, being at practice with her team and stuff like that. Like, they didn't even ask her about her team. They asked her how she continues to want to, you know, raise her level and to keep going and keep grinding every day, even though she's accomplished almost everything at right. this point. And she was like, because of my players. She yeah. said that her really? players are some of her players are her best friends and that's that's a some people just can't get to that point and that's that's fine too like some some coaches aren't just can't can't put that barrier like they put a barrier up between themselves and their players yeah and you're getting to a day and age where that's not really going to work because everybody's everybody in today's game is wired differently like obviously there are players that really probably don't want to be close to their coach but every player is going to want to at least be able to talk to their coach and not feel and feel like they're being listened to and that people like they're appreciated. And some coaches don't really have that level of, um, you know, I don't want to say security, but some people, you know, that's why a lot of these players are transferring. because yep. these coaches aren't giving what's up. I was saying, yup. Oh, I thought you said, well, 
um, you know, some of these coaches aren't giving, you know, players what they need in terms of stability and communication and things like that. Um, but to talk about UCLA, because it was there was two players, there was two teams in this game. Um, UCLA is the second best team in the country. I said last week, I'm not sure 100% yet. Um, not just because they beat UConn, I just think as a complete team, they have everything that they need right now. They have shooting. They have two players that can really go get buckets whenever they need to. They have a dominant post presence. Um, and they have um, experienced front court players and back court players. Um, and not just, um, you know, starters. Like they have players that come off the bench that have played in big games and have played in the tournament and have that kind of feel like, okay, I understand how this game's going. I understand what the team needs for me. Everybody understands their role. Nobody's coming out and trying to do too much. And you see that with a lot of teams that even though they're good, you see a lot of players coming out and they're trying to do too much or they're trying to force it. They're trying to make a name for themselves because they, uh, they realize that they're on the national stage right now. And Corey Close is a great coach. Um, I think she's one of those coaches that, you know, loves her players as well and communicates with her players. And that's why she's been, um, the USA coach for the under-19 teams. And I think she values um, the players as not just players. And I think that's something that's very important in today's game. Um, but I just – I I mean, if Kiki Rice is going to give you 24-11 and 8, and Charisma Osborne is going to give you six threes a game, not every game, but, like, if she, ha- she has the ability to do that, Kiki Rice has the ability to give you 25 to 30. Lauren Betts has the ability to – dominate the game on both sides. Like, she dominated this game without even touching the ball as much as she could have. And that's because teams are going to have to figure out what they want to do. Are you going to lock in on the paint, or are you going to try to lock down the perimeter? Because you can't do both. No. Because you're not going to be able to play five man-to-man one-on-one. You're just not. Lauren Best is too talented. She's got too much patience and footwork in the post for you to just play her one-on-one. And there's not many with her size. She just shoot over them. Kiki Rice playing one-on-one, Charisma Osborne playing one-on-one. And UCLA, they run a lot of motion sets. They're not just a just a oh, get the ball on ISO. They can do that, but they're gonna they're gonna put players in different positions. Kiki Rice doesn't just get the ball at the top of the key and just do whatever. Like she finds spots. And Kiki Rice is a player that likes to get to her spots as well. Charisma Osborne has been one of the best scores in the country for the last three years. So um, you know, it's just gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see how the Pac-12 plays out because yes. They have what six teams? The when we mentioned them a couple of weeks ago, I forgot Washington. We said, so. said we say UCLA, Stanford, USC, Colorado, Utah, Washington State. You got yeah, Washington State under. Yeah, so those six teams could all like they all have a really good chance of making the Sweet Sixteen. Like. Will they? I don't know because we don't know how the bracket's going to match up. We don't know how the season's going to end in terms of injuries and stuff like that. But talent-wise, all six of those teams is there. Make it. Now, they're going to be beating each other up in the in conference play. So, you know, oh, yeah. they, they probably won't drop too far if they're beating up on each other. But how other teams around them are playing, then, you know, some people could drop out of the, out of the rankings. But that won't mean that, you know, they're not one of the better teams in the country. Yeah, but um, this is gonna be an interesting to watch. I can't wait for like a UCLA Stanford game. I can't wait to see UCLA versus USC. Like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch these teams. 
into this Pac-12. Like, <laughs> I can't wait for it, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Especially um, playing, bro, another 30 ball from, for Juju. Yeah, four and no. six. She she's broke not, Lisa Leslie's freshman record. Now the record is hers. Now she's going to keep on with it. Set yeah. That probably won't be Even if she only ends up with, like, six or seven, that's still a crazy feat. Like, about to say thirty in college, dang easy. You playing? You playing twenty? You playing what? They're playing ten minute quarters, basically twenty minute halves, so whatever. And it's like the college game is not as high scoring as the pros. Like you got games in the in the fifties and sixties in college yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah, you're lucky if they get to seventy each. But then you got some teams like South Carolina hitting a hundred. Yeah, and a hundred every game. So. <laughs> But there are some teams that, that average, like, 90, 80 points a game, and that's what sets them apart. Teams like Iowa last couple of years, Oklahoma. Yep. Um, like, those kinds of teams that, you know, score at a high level. Um, you know, we have those teams, and we also have those teams that are known for defense, like a USC. Like, USC was known for their defense last year. Um, so adding Juju Watkins was perfect because now you have somebody that can go get a bucket at any point of the game. And you have lockdown defenders all around her, and it makes it easier for her to, um, you know, learn the defense, like learn college defense, and make plays when she can, and not have to like, oh, you got to go guard the best player every night because you're only defender or something like that. Like, Cam Clark don't go guard the best defender, so like, if you got better defenders, if you got really good defenders around her, let her roam, let her let her chill on defense. Like, it makes sense to do that. Um, Stanford had another good win um, against Florida State. Kiki Iriafin has been amazing this year. She had 30 points, 17 rebounds. Uh, Cameron Brink had 19 and 9, six blocks. I think it was you that said it last week. Like, maybe, like, the the refs might got something against Cameron Brink. Like, they really might, bro. Bro, I've been saying this, bro. As a, as a, as a ex, <laughs> listen, as an ex-ref hater, I, I, I know. I know when someone hates the rest and the rest hate them too. Yeah, they really might got something. Like, they don't like good defense. They got to police it. It's like, nah, they getting away with too much. Nah, we need, we need, we need buckets scoring. I hate, <laughs> man, I hate them damn zebra, damn, damn footlocker workers, bro. Like, granted, them. some of the stuff is fouls. Some of the stuff she got to be a little bit more patient. She got to be picking, she got to pick and choose better. But, because oh, I thought it was her. Like, like, at times, like freshman, oh shit, Jamal back. Year, like early in her early in her college career, I'm thinking it was because you know she's playing reckless or whatever. But sometimes I'm watching the site. Like, hmm? Yeah, it's, it's a little like, bit of oh, you know, just too. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of both. Like, yeah. but you can also see her play it. Like you could see her play the same way as some other post players, and they don't call those on them. I feel like she's kind of a hard player to to call, but I feel like that's unfair to her. Like you can't say that is. you can't say it's a it's not a foul for certain people because they have that reputation, but then somebody's being physical her, she gets physical back and they call it foul. And I'm like, she's like she's def she's definitely gained muscle like yeah. through her three four years in college, yeah. but she's still a more on the slender side. So it's not like. She's yeah. just bodying people and just running through people like 
a lot of times people are being real physical with her because of her frame. So they feel like, all right, we got to get physical with her and make her make her work. So when she finally like does something back, that's when they like, oh, foul. Like, what? Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I always go at the person that retaliates instead of the person that initiates. Yeah, it's just Man, that's been something that I learned that I learned early on too. It's like I remember playing soccer, and I remember getting tripped up a lot. It, this is like when this is when soccer got competitive, but we're getting tripped up a lot. And one of the girls on the team was like, "Man, maybe we should trip him back, push him back, whatever." And then my coach is like, "No, they're gonna call penalty on us. We play clean and fair. Let them do whatever. We gonna win. We gonna end up winning championship that year." Anyways, um, but no, I mean, I just see that though. Like every time, like the retaliator is the one that gets the tech or it gets, you know. Because they elevate it. It's like, yeah, this person might be nudging, throwing bows or whatever, but the retaliator always going to be the one, all right, boom, T. I ain't going to notice until you do something about it. Hey, what's, what? No. Do something about the person that's starting this, bro. Don't do it. Don't do it with with, with me or with, with the person that's, that's retaliating. They standing on business. They holding their ground. Uh, look like you, see, you saw something interesting there. Uh, Yoga's yoga just done doing Shangri-La low-key. Oh, what? He said, no, I'm still that guy. <laughs> Literally. I, bro, cause, cause I just looked up and I saw I saw him turn it over and I saw Shangri-La. Right? I was like, no way he just dunked on Buddy. No, nah, I, I couldn't believe it because Yoga's, you don't never see Yoga's dunk on nobody. I didn't even know Jamal was back tonight. Oh really? So I'm more full strength. Um, but yeah, no. We just hit back to back. We're talking about talking about Stanford. Stanford had a good win this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. One against um, Florida State. Florida State. Florida State. And Florida State ain't no slouch. Yeah, they got a really good squad over there. Tonight, last night, she can ball. She can hoop. Uh, Michaela Timpson. They got some. They got some players over there. Um, it's it's some teams. It's some teams where you can see like. Man, they were just like, I don't know. Maybe it's and then maybe it's because we see so many like elite teams, and we're we're expecting a lot of teams to play like that or like be like that. But it's just like some teams just they're just missing a little bit of offense or just a little bit of defense, and they could be you know they could really be different or they could really be elite. Um, and Florida State's one of those teams. I just feel like if they had a little bit more punch, they could really cause some problems. And they'll they'll definitely. Uh, They'll uh they'll definitely you know give them some problems in the ACC, but um in terms of like in the tournament, um I feel like it's gonna be interesting to see how that all works out because um it's just like and I feel like they could have they could have made a Sweet Sixteen last year if Tanaya Lassen wasn't hurt. So um they definitely can make some noise in March, but I just feel like. There's a little bit missing from them as a as a team, but obviously it's a long season, so they have time. Um, they have time to figure that kind of stuff out. Um, Hannah Jump, Elena Bosgana, Brooke Dimitri, Tawana Lopolo all had some really good, uh, really good showings against Florida State, which I feel like is big for Stanford because um, I mentioned last week that like when Cameron Brink was off the floor, it looked kind of rough. Um, but this this time. 
this uh this game in particular, they they did really well even when she was on the bench in foul trouble. Um, Brooke Dimitri has six assists. Lapolo has six assists. They ended up having thirty one as a team. I think Florida State only had like twelve as a team. Um, I feel like that's another thing with some of these like some of these teams like their offense doesn't flow well, or it's just like it's a lot of like one on one kind of just everybody tries to get their own kind of offense, and I feel like that's not gonna be. Trying to figure out what I want to say here. It's not sustainable um, later on in the season. But, again, it's November, so don't want to harp on things too much because these things could be changed in two, three weeks. And we're talking like, hey, this team might be, you know, might be a Elite Eight, Final Four team. Like, um, and some of these teams, like, some of these teams, their goal probably isn't a national championship. It's probably, like, get to a 16 or get to a Elite Eight. Like, some of the, like, you got to think about how many programs and how many teams have never been to a Sweet 16 or never been to a Elite Eight. Like, I think uh, a couple of years ago when Michigan won or went with uh, Nas Hillman, that was the first time they ever been to a Sweet 16. Yeah. Like, exactly. that's huge. Like, just having that milestone alone. Just to build big. on something so they yeah. can get to that it's, point. The program is big for future recruits. It's big for a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, can Virginia Tech win a big game? They got a game against LSU tomorrow night. If you're listening, it'd be tonight. Yes. Um, they play LSU. Angel Reese will be back for this game. Angel Reese is returning back to the lineup. So we have a full on rematch. We have a rematch of the final four matchup. Yeah, final four matchup. Yeah. Um, last year, where Virginia Tech was up pretty big going into the fourth quarter, LSU on a huge run, ended up winning the game. Oh no no no! I'm I'm tripping. I don't know why I thought it was Elite Eight. I was like, no, cause I know I ain't see Georgia eight more in person. Nah, they oh, played oh, oh, LSU oh, played Utah. Oh, oh, oh. LSU played Utah because they missed that. Uh, they missed the free throws. Airballed it. She airballed it. I posted that video today too. I peeped. I peeped. Um, yeah. Uh, I I just want to see Virginia Tech get a, a big win. They need a big win. Like, they need like uh, like. They can be ACC teams, and I'm not saying those aren't big wins because those are really talented teams as well. But you need a team – you need a win against a non-conference team that is considered one of the best in the country, a team that you're going to see if you get, if you make it to a Sweet 16, to an Elite Eight, to a Final Four. Um, and LSU, obviously, is one of those teams. They have depth everywhere. Anissa Morrow has been playing out of her mind. She had 30 the other night. Um, was absolutely dominant. So I'm very curious to see how that goes. Like, um, Samaya Smith is injured at the moment. Um, I feel like I, I, I haven't seen it. I just saw somebody tweet about it. Um, I don't know how long the injury is, but – or how major the injury is, I should say. So, it'll be interesting to see how the starting lineups uh, end up going because Anissa Morrow was on the bench the last time Angel Reese started. Um, but Anissa Morrow's been playing fantastic basketball lately, so – I wouldn't be surprised to see them try to run Angel and Anissa again um, and just see what happens. Um, but, yeah, uh, one thing for Virginia Tech, like Elizabeth Kitley is, is always going to be efficient and always going to be really good. Um, but Georgia Amor, I love her game, but she's got to be more efficient. Like um, against Kansas, she was six. She shot six of 16, had seven assists, but nine turnovers. And then against 
And then against Tulane, she was better. Um, shot nine to 16 and only had, I think, four turnovers. So there's always, you know, she has one of those styles that's, if she's making them, you love it. If she's missing them, it's ugly and it just doesn't look good. And it's kind of like Caitlin, like obviously to a lesser degree, but when Caitlin's missing the shots that she normally makes, it's like, ooh, like why she shoot that? But it's Caitlin Clark, so of course she's going to shoot that. The way Georgia Amor was playing at the end of last season, you know, you want her to shoot those shots, but at the same time, you're like, okay, could you have gotten a better shot? Like, yeah, we're living with it, but could you have gotten to the rim? Could you have got a little bit more space? Could you have taken your time? Could you have been more patient? Could you got someone else's shot? That kind of thing. And then with the turnovers, you can't turn the ball over nine times against an elite team and win a game. You're just not, it's not going to happen. You're just not like nine times by yourself, like not counting the rest of the team. Yeah, that's um, like you can't do that, but not how you uh, at all. So she's going to have to play really well. And she played well against LSU last year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, um, but I'm, 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 Curious to see how this goes because uh, last year in the Final Four, um, what's her name? Um, oh my gosh, she played uh, Taylor So. Taylor So played Angel Reese really well, especially in the first half. Um, then she got into some foul trouble and things kind of got mucked up. But um, I'm very curious to see how Virginia Tech's defenses or defense is going to match up with LSU's offense uh, this year. Um, so that'll be that'll be an interesting game. Uh, do you have a prediction for the game? Um, I don't know. Someone just told me to go LSU here, man. Um, I would like to see Virginia Tech with this kind of win. I think that'll make people take them a little more serious, and, mm-hmm. and for them not to be as overlooked as they are because the duel of Liz Kitley and and Georgia Amore. One of the best dudes in the nation. Like, they just got to put it all together. I mean, they got to what? <clears throat> they beat Iowa, right? Or am I tripping? No, Iowa beat them. They lost to Iowa. Okay. So. Yeah. I remember that yeah, Iowa's there. only lost this year oh, to Kansas State. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. I really just want to see, like, them against this level of competition. I mean, it's good that we have something like the ACC SEC challenge to where we can see some of these matchups early on rather than wait until March because outside of this week, non-con ain't really like that, you know? Like non-con, like just across college basketball as all non-con is the the gimme games, you know, playing against a mid-major or D2 or or, or Maybe maybe a power five D one, but it's not as often. So I know yeah. these games often get overlooked. But I know Christmas not Christmas, uh, uh Thanksgiving tournament time and you know, Jimmy V classic, which we're gonna get into and talk about later. Um I know like when certain things like certain beginning of season specials. Mm. Like tournaments or whatever. I know whenever those are happening, that's whenever basketball is good. It's like a preview of March. So, and then, I mean, these, and then these teams play against their conferences in January and which they're used to. And you got two of the best conferences in the nation 
in the SEC and the ACC. So a challenge like this is something to really look look into and look at. And it's going to deliver. You got the reigning champs up against a top 10 team. Yeah. I mean, they got to they got to answer the call too. I mean, they've had a lot of a lot of stuff going on, and they had a loss to Colorado early. Big well, loss to Colorado. Too. I just no, uh, no loss. Colorado, it, like, no, I'm here. We in Vegas. We here. They did beat Virginia over right. over the Thanksgiving weekend, but Virginia gave them a tough battle. So mm-hmm. you know, especially with what's going on too now, it just. The expectations being on them too. Like they're the reigning champs. They brought in all this talent. Yeah. They putting the diamond test to that ring. But I say when people no, no. But when people tune in, they're expecting to see greats. That's what I'm saying. They, I'm not saying they they checking the legitimacy of it. They're just saying like oh. we're ready to see how strong this team actually is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what I meant by diamond tested. I mean, I know, you know, them winning the championship last year was no fluke, despite that talks about their non-con schedule and, and how, you know, they lost pretty, not to say pretty bad, but like the game against South Carolina wasn't the closest when they met in the regular yeah. season. That, um, that was bad. Yeah. I mean, but they were undefeated up until that point. I can't and remember if that was in South other games. Didn't they only lose like three games that whole season? Yeah, they lost one to SC and then one to Tennessee. And then they there lost another one in there, but I can't remember off the top of my they head. They lost in the SEC tournament. I know they didn't win the SEC tournament. That was Tennessee. Yeah, that was the lost to Tennessee. Okay. So yeah, they only lost they like, losses. But I can't I remember. They I lost can't... after they lost. I think they lost a game after the South Carolina game. It's like they lost two games in a row and then they won up until it was time for the SEC tournament. They lost. Oh, I don't know. But I know it was wasn't more than a handful of losses. And they, you know, they prevailed. Like we we saw them in Greenville. They were a serious team then. They're a serious team now. They're even better now. They got more talent now. It's just a matter of that talent gelling and working together. And I think by the time conference play happens, they will look like a serious team and will look like a whole team. Yeah, right? they, only, they only had two losses. Only had two losses. All right. So, by the time conference play happens and they got to play against South Carolina, they got to play against Tennessee, they got to play against who else? Texas. Uh, Vanderbilt. Ole Miss. Got to play against. Texas and Mississippi State. Yeah, going up against – SEC is always good. SEC has been one of them conferences for a while now, for a while now. So, them having the, the, the loads of talent that they have, the, the top-tier talent they have – I don't want to say all-star. All Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, I mentioned Ole Miss. Okay, I, I couldn't hear yeah, you. Yeah, that was the last time I said. But we got to see it, all right? Like, they are in big prove-me mode, you know? Being, but obviously they're gonna have that magnifier on because of what's going on there. Like, not talking about the drama, but I'm saying because the reigning champs and they brought in all this talent already magnifying glass. Now, you know we got all this stuff that's going on. Angel missing games and stuff. I mean, she's coming back now. Now we're gonna see how they look afterwards. So they're under the microscope. You know, we we're, we're closely expecting them, inspecting them. But with good reason. But um, so yeah, definitely that's again to lock into LSU, Virginia Tech. I feel like it might be close. I will it should be close. I want Virginia Tech to win, but I think LSU wins. I want Both Virginia Tech 
Both teams need to win, but I think Virginia Tech needs it more. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know though because I feel like even I just say I, I don't know because the way well, we don't know LSU. Yeah, especially so. as decent. I mean, this is gonna be nationally televised game. This is you know, like I said, SEC ACC ch- uh, challenge. So people are gonna be tuning in. People are gonna be watching. I mean, people are already gonna be watching LSU as is because of who's on their team. So yeah, yeah. Um, Other matchups in SEC ACC challenge. We have South Carolina against UNC. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Battle of the Carolinas. I, I, that one, respectfully. I respectfully. That's, that's gonna be a blowout. Respectfully. Respectfully. Um, like, it might be close for like South first. Carolina, though, man. Um, across North Carolina. I just think after the first quarter, it'll get too far. Like I don't think, I don't think they have enough offense to keep up, and they don't. They don't, I don't. I don't think they have enough defense to keep up either. No, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't think but, a lot of teams have the defense to keep up with South Carolina. Like it, this, it South Carolina's in a class of their own. If you want to do, if you can do a tier list. South Carolina's at top. <laughs> yeah, I just think they have they have too many ways that they can beat you. Yeah, uh, too many weapons. Not enough. Too good of a coach to utilize or make something happen. Like I don't know, man. You got full court. You got full whole courts. Not two halves, but full courts. Full courts with this squad, you can see something new every quarter. That's a fact. Like, That's they could dominate the post with Camilla. They could run up and down on transition, get easy layups, get the crowd going. They can hit three. Guards, the bigs. They can hit the guards and the bigs. You got the whole chicken. You're supposed to. I mean, they're not the only team that got that. They just they're not the only team that got that. No, when a team has that, it's not a lot of teams that can stop that. Yeah. I mean, Cardos is what six, 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 five, seven, around that range. So, I mean, how many players? Are tall enough to combat that. You hold gotta on. even choose. What's up? I said, hold on. Make it a call. Continue. All right. Make it a call. Continue. Um, there's only a, there's only a few teams that could guard them one up, and I don't even know if those teams could actually do that. You either gotta choose the double team and a post. You got a double team in the post, or you gotta oh, come in the room quick. Man, pause again. Come in the room real quick. Oh my gosh, bro. Bump Fortnite. Come in the room real quick. All right. Make it quick. Continue. Um, you either got a double team in a post or you gotta choose to stop the three-point shooting on the outside. Um, because in past years you could you could you could Double team the post, and you didn't really have to worry about shooters, as we saw in the Iowa game. Um, but then, but now this year they've got plenty of shooters. Even though um, Tessa Johnson is out right now, mm-hmm. um, they still have Tahina Raven, jo- Raven Johnson is shooting the ball better. Yes, um, Wiley has the ability to shoot the ball, so they have mm-hmm. players that can shoot. Breezy Hall is shooting better um, as well. So 
they have players that can shoot it. They have players that can get to the rim, both in the perimeter and in the post. Um, and that their whole team has the the confidence. They have the confidence. They got athleticism. They got speed. Um, they got physicality. They have everything that you want in basketball players. They have it. Um, and they're a full team. They're cohesive. There's no problems on this team. And that's not throwing a shot at LSU. That's just that's just a fact. Like they're they are the agent of the they are the aces of the college like of college basketball right now. Like you like when the aces are together, you see the whole team dancing and everything together. That's the same way with South Carolina. You see them doing TikToks, you see them doing um videos together, you see them, you know, working out and all kinds of stuff together. Chill. Um and you that I feel like that's a very underrated part of college basketball is when the team has been together and they all trust each other and they're all cohesive. I feel like it's a very underrated part um, of college basketball. Yeah, you can tell they link up outside of practice. On yes. The you can tell they in the dining hall together. And there are teams like that, like Notre Dame does, um, Virginia Tech. Like there are teams that, you know, are, are close off the court. But uh, I just feel like South Carolina, they just – there's so much – all right, so I got someone here. How tall are you? I'm like six foot and a half. Six foot and a half? Six one. How tall is Cam- Camilla Cardozo? She's about, about six seven. About six seven? Yes. You can confirm that. I can confirm that. Tall. Real tall. We could have just Googled that. <laughs> we got first no, no, we got we got we got a primary source here though. That's gangy. <laughs> tell her to come on the show. Uh, tell her to come on the show. Tell her to come on the show. You, if, if, that, if that's gangy so much, tell her to come on the show. All right. All, All right. right. All right. Hey, bye. You heard it here first from, from <laughs> superstar photographer Andre Warner. <laughs> Anyways, man. But, yeah, no, team is talented, man. Top to bottom, 1 to 12. Coached by legendary Don Staley. Ain't much you can do with that, bro. You just gotta, you guys gotta hope they have an off day. That's a fact. And if they do, they're still gonna find out. They're gonna lock you down. Yeah, I didn't even talk about the defense. I said they're gonna score a hundred, but you ain't <laughs> gonna score eighty. Yeah, I'm, that's that's the that's the crazy part is the runs that they can go on. Yep, are very Warriors like, Aces like. Yeah, even Liberty like, like. They go on a run and game's over. Uh because they can stop you from scoring nine, ten, eleven possessions straight, and they can come down and score eight of those ten, eleven possessions. Yep. And I, and that's not South Carolina's not a team. Yeah, bro. And that you can run eighty points in South Carolina this season. What's up? A team has not scored eighty points in South Carolina this season. Matter of fact, the last thing they played scored damn nineteen. Yeah, that that's nineteen. That's, that's different though. I mean, they played what Miss Mississippi Valley State. Yeah, I mean, Malaysia for Wiley has seventeen points. Stop, stop. She has seventeen. Shout out Nineteen. Shout out to the uh, Mississippi Mississippi Valley State coach, though. Shout out to her because she talked about after the game about wanting to play these games against these kind of teams so they can see what, um, what high level basketball is like what high level coaching, high level players look like, mm-hmm. how they, you know, how they carry themselves. And I just thought that was really cool. Um 
mentality to have after a game where you lose by that much and a lot of people are just gonna make jokes. Yeah. Um, she she took she took it as a positive and she knew, you know, going into the game, like we're probably not gonna win this game, but we're gonna learn something. And when we go play our conference, we're gonna have experience of playing the best team in the country for the last couple of years, the best coach in the country, the best players in the country, like we're gonna have the experience that these other, like the other teams in our or in our conference, do not have, and it's big for recruits coming in. It's like okay, like we're not just gonna play, you know, these other schools that, you know, ain't really, you know, we're not really gaining nothing from. Like they're like okay, like you know, she she believes in her team enough to to put a, a South Carolina on the schedule, and yeah. I think that's honestly. So shout out to, um. Shout out to Mississippi State, Mississippi State Valley, Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State. Golly, bro, that's, that's a mouthful. That, that shit was kicking my ass, bro. Um, got some names on here. Let me stop. You were what? <laughs> um, yeah, no, South Carolina is the one, not the two. It's that team. Shout out to whoever signs up to play them. Hold on, let me let me get the coach's name. Um let me get the name, let me get the name. I gotta start like bookmarking tweets and stuff. Yeah. So I'll like, see and then I'll try to find it. Right, like I found it, but like TL oh, it, it, Twitter is not on shit. Hold on. Let me just look up. The roster. Honestly, I should have just Googled it instead of looking on Twitter. I don't know. That 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 victory reminded me of whenever they played CFC and they messed up the score. Damn for real. <laughs> they messed up the the ESPN broadcast messed up the score. So I made it like CC only score like twelve points. Damn. And it was actually like twenty something, maybe thirty. But they they lost bad, but not as bad as they thought, whatever. But then that went viral. And I was like, oh, no. Why didn't do my dogs like that? I ain't going to lie. They came back from that game. I didn't ask them about it. I was like, I just knew not to. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, y'all chilling? Worry, man. Hey, good luck to y'all. Captain pushing. Captain pushing. Those are my dogs, though. You are stupid. Oh, my God. CC girls basketball. I mean, CC women's basketball. Uh, Point guard is leading. Kimberly. Her name is Kimberly Anders. Shout out to head coach Kimberly Anders from Mississippi Valley State. Sorry that it took me that long to find her name. Um, I think Miami beat Mississippi State tonight. Um, another upset for Miami. I think the ESPN caption was like, uh, where have we heard this before? Because uh, Miami went on a Elite eight run last year. Um, Louisville Ole Miss are currently playing. I've got that on the phone. Um, did Vanderbilt and NC State already play? Somebody like the Notre Dame game happened while I was at work. I'm like, bro, who plays at five o'clock? We were just talking about this last week too. Okay, NC State did beat Vanderbilt. Um, we were just talking about this how. Women's basketball games to be at like three p.m., two p.m. I'm like, bro. Oh yeah, 
This this a ranked game, bro. It's Notre Dame, Tennessee. You got it on that five o'clock. Come on, bro. Um, uh, Rivers at twenty-two. Good, good game for her. Um, NC State is looking like one of the best teams in the country, and I feel like that was not at all expected uh, going into the season. They beat Kentucky, Colorado, and Cincinnati over the weekend. They just beat uh, undefeated Vanderbilt, um, and they beat Colorado pretty easily. Um, they had a they they started out. Uh, quick, and then ended up winning the first quarter, twenty-two to nine, and it never really looked back. Um, Sanaya Rivers only scored seven points, but she did a really good job of passing the ball. Without, uh, she did some, she had some really good outlet passes in the first half. Um, River Baldwin um, ended up with twenty-four points, and she was she had ten in the first quarter. Um, so the po- the the post game for uh, NC State was definitely working considering um Aaron Not Bonley was in a lot of foul trouble um throughout the game. So NC State, you know, they might be the best team in the ACC and I don't think people um really had that on their on their docket. So um yeah. definitely keep your eyes on NC State because they got a lot of good players over there. Um and Zoe Brooks, um the freshman guard that comes off the bench, she is electric. Like she get the ball and she's going every time. Um, so, y'all definitely got to stay in tune with NC State because they can get an ACC some problems. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, we, uh, had, we had one game today. Well, that's, that's what I was about to say. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. I mean, stepping in your intro. You, you, you changed no, the But no, um, <clears throat> Northern took care of business against Tennessee today. Um, close game. <laughs> they won. Uh, 69. I didn't get to watch. I didn't get to watch any but the last five minutes because I was at work. Um, but I did hear. Uh, I think it was Carolyn on the call said they were down sixteen at one point. Came mm-hmm. back and won the game. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one for Notre Dame. Sure. Uh, but I said KK Branchford hit the shot. Mm-hmm. Put them Big up. Shot. Big shot. Um, it's a big one for Notre Dame. I think, uh, especially when you still don't have Olivia Miles, um, Sonny Citron is out, um, and you're able to, you know, obviously, you know, Tennessee don't got Ricky at Jackson, but you're able to go on the road to Tennessee, one of the most hostile environments in women's basketball, um, get a comeback win at that. Is a is a very big accomplishment. Um, you know the post players, Natalia Marshall, Maddie Westbell, um, looked like you know they were uh, one of the key pieces to the comeback. Um, I'll have to you know get a chance to watch the game back, but um, from what I heard them say in the last couple of minutes, it seemed like the post players um, for Notre Dame were the were the engines to them coming back. So. Yeah, that's um, um, another name for getting Marshall had 15 each. Yeah, so shout out to Notre Dame for getting yeah, let, let the team score. Good. Um, if I can remember correctly, I think Hannah Hidalgo had 13 and what eight? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Box score, yeah, Hannah Hidalgo had 13 and seven, four steals. Seven assists. 
a good game. Uh, she didn't shoot the ball well, but hey, in these kinds of games, I'm sorry, she didn't. It's, it's when you make shots. In these kinds of games, it's when you know it's when you make shots, not always how efficiently you make shots. If you make shots when it matters, then the lack of efficiency will go out the window. And an adult averaging six point three steals a game. Too crazy. That is crazy. Like averaging six point three steals a game. Yeah. And she have what, four tonight? Four tonight. Shoot, that's not good yeah, enough. Or this afternoon, you should say. She probably look and be like, I only have four steals today. I wouldn't know my shit today. Hey, that is crazy. Imagine. Could you imagine? Like you don't get five steals and you'd be like, bro, I wasn't on my shit today. I I, I got you. I, I'm I'm gonna get right. <laughs> That is crazy. Like six steals a game is just wild. I know it's only it's what seven, seven eight games into the season, but that's still wild. Even to do through like four games. So, shout out to her, man. She really she really brings that effort on the defensive end. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State and Iowa had a rematch. No, my fault. Oh, what's up? No, go ahead. I was say just can't wait to see her and Olivia Miles in the same like together. That backcourt. Oh my goodness. We did see 11 miles getting up some shots. Uh, I think it was yesterday I saw it. So, she may be close to come back. I don't know how close. I don't want to speculate, but yeah. you know, she's shooting jumpers. That means soon she'll be out there you know, playing some two-on-twos, three-on-three. Paul, George, you got to finish that down, bro. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, Sonya's Trump will come back soon, too, because – Oh yeah, lucky for they're gonna need him for, for conference play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we uh, need for Jackson back too because Tennessee is playing. Back, man. All these damn injury, man. Yeah. Tennessee is playing pretty well without her. Um, yeah. you know, Taz Darby, Caroline Stripling, um, Jasmine Powell, Jewel Spear. Um. Uh, what's, what's the girl name? Destiny Wells. Um, they've all they've all stepped up and made plays and led their team led the team to wins, but man, when Rakia Jackson's on this team, they're they're a top ten team in the country, if not, you know, top five. So, um, if they can really get it going, then uh, you know, some injuries some injuries can be a good thing. Like it looked like earlier in the season, like some of the players from Tennessee weren't really, you know, confident in their role and what their role was going to be. And um, since the injury, you know, those players have started to play better. Um, so sometimes, you know, injuries can help, you know, players feel more comfortable when the star player comes back. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but sometimes it does. So this could be one of those things for Tennessee, like, all right, like, Rakia, we know what you're going to do. We know what you're going to bring to the table. We need that. But we can all – we also have seen that – this player can do this, this player can bring this, this player can do this. If you're having an off night or you're getting double teamed and you need to, you know, somebody else needs to make a play, they have the ability and they have the confidence to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And experience, okay, like, we we played against some good teams without Rakia, got some wins, played them close. Like, because um, when a lot of these thing, games come down to the wire, the game will be in Rakia, the ball will be in Rakia's hands. Who did she hit the game winner against last year? I know that was Diamond Miller that hit that against Notre Dame. Never mind. Wrong player. But, um, yeah, Rakia Jackson, we need you back. We need you back. Um, 
when you're healthy, obviously. But obviously, I miss Nikia Jackson play basketball, man. She she one of the best players in the country, one of the top three to five picks in the draft. So yes, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be man. I'm just so excited for the rest of this season, man. There's just so much talent. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, you going to it against this weekend, or you got more to recap? Uh, uh I just want to say Kansas State and Iowa had their rematch. I would uh did get their their lick back, yes, as did. the kids say. Uh, Caitlin had thirty two five and six, so they were able to get their revenge and avenge the one loss they've had this season so far. Um, uh, Kansas State playing good basketball though, so um, the Big Twelve. There's a couple teams in there that, you know, they're going to be really battling it out. Kansas State, Baylor, Oklahoma. Um, I think Iowa State will be in there when it's all said and done. So there's some teams that, you know, are going to make some noise in the Big 12 as well. Um, let's see. Indiana did beat Tennessee last week or last weekend. Yarden goes on at five threes, and Mackenzie Holmes at seventeen and six. Uh, we can do the previews now for Jimmy V Women's Classic next. Yeah, week. Jimmy V's Classic. Uh, South Carolina against another North Carolina team, Duke. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I said we played North Carolina. I lied. We played Texas, but my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we play – no, we – South Carolina plays Duke. Um, and you got UConn, Texas. Wait, no. North Carolina is on our schedule. Man, I swear I saw UConn, North Carolina. You got Duke and – you got South Carolina, Duke. You got UConn, Texas. You got Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. You got Ohio State, Tennessee. Okay, okay, I'm not tripping. When, so not this, not this Sunday, but then the following Sunday we play North Carolina. Okay, I know I'm not bugging. Okay, I seen that. Yeah, after the Ball State game, y'all got North Carolina. I was like, hold on, bro. I swear I saw us in North Carolina. All right, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, Jimmy V Women's Classic. Yes. Um, I feel like. Let's see. I feel like UConn Texas might be that game for this classic. In terms uh, of if, the best if game. If Kia Jackson come back, the Ohio State Tennessee game would be really interesting. Yeah. That's an Ohio State is another team I've been, you know, wanting to watch or want to look out for because of the talent they have on that team. And, you know, Celeste Taylor's transferred transferred over, JC Sheldon, Cody McMahon. They got a squad there, man. They they definitely I don't say they put up a fight, but I mean they definitely have some some highlights, some high moments against USC from what I remember. But USC took the dub there, and that's when we really got to see what type of team USC was this year. Um, but overall, all know that I definitely want to see like Ohio State. That's teammate no slouch, you know they. How far did they get last year in the tournament? Was it Elite Eight or was it Final Four? Who? Ohio State. I remember they, beat, they beat, beat us in Sweet 16. Each all Sweet 16 and got to the lead eight. Mm-hmm. And adding a player like 
Celeste Taylor, who definitely could have got drafted last year, but chose to stay for for a fifth year, come back, and when you add that type of talent to the team, definitely defensively. No, when you add a type of talent like that to your team, it helps out definitely defensively, because mm-hmm. she is one of the best defenders in the nation. So, um, but yeah, I'm thinking South Carolina handles business against Duke. Um, but shout out to Duke though. Duke is, you know, that they're building that program up. Shout out to what Carol Lawson has been doing with that squad for the last couple of seasons. I mean, I know they lost two of their best players in Celeste Taylor and, and Cheyenne Day Wilson, but they still got that dog and they still got that fight in them. You know, yeah. forced overtime against Stanford earlier this season. They, they got, they're they not got a team. Right. No, not that not that easily, but they're not a team that I can see really competing, competing with South Carolina. They definitely give Stanford a run for their money, so. Yes. I think they have a better chance of giving them a run than North Carolina does. Yes, yes, yes. But I I think, I don't think Duke has the offense to keep up either. No. So, yeah. I think Uh, it'll be a blowout type of performance from South Carolina. Yeah, you got – and then you got UConn in Texas. UConn, um, we we talked about UConn earlier in the program. Mm-hmm. There should be a game that you know. I don't say that they should win, but that they want to win. Shit, Texas gave us problems a, a couple years ago. I think they smacked us too. Uh, well, Aliyah Matharu, um, and Rory Harmon gave us the business. Yeah. Um, remember SEC team they're they're up against. Um. Hmm. Wait, who? is this the first SEC team they played against this year? Wait, who? UConn. Texas Big 12. I'm tripping. I'm big tripping. You know, I you mixed big... up Texas and Tennessee. Orange, I was going to say, you taking a Tennessee, the UT. Orange, and... Orange TNT. Yeah. Um, Taylor Jones playing really well. She's having 16 and 6 right now. Um, Roy Harmon is always. Is always electric. She's having three steals, twelve points, six assists. Um, one of my one of my favorites, Shaylee Gonzalez, is playing well. She's shooting the ball well from three. Um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a game that UConn can win because it's not a a high powered offense. It's gonna be a defensive matchup. Um, so it's not like, oh, we really need you to put up, you know, 90, 80 points. Um, if you can get, I feel like you get to 75, you're in good range. Um, just cause Texas has good players and they have good scores, but they're not really a team that's, um, especially with, um, their head coach. They're not really a, they're, they're going to focus on defense and try to score based off of that. Um, but it's not gonna be an easy game by any means. Um, they gonna have to they gonna have to show up and play. Like you Innocent, Texas, I believe. Yeah. At, yeah, at Texas. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be one of the most. Like Texas is one of those teams that they bring it on both sides of the basketball. So be ready for a dog fight, because they they're not backing down from nobody, so no. Be ready, cause Roy Harmon lives for these these moments. 
So yeah. and then after we get our eleven ten matchup, bro. Nah, that's a fact. We we're spoiled with the matches we've gotten on both sides of college shoes this year, man. Or this early on. Yeah, we definitely got a lot this season with women's college basketball. Yeah. Uh, UCLA plays uh Arkansas, which I think is a good game as well. Um yeah. Arkansas is a pretty talented team. Um and could give them some problems early. Um, but again, how many how many teams have a have an answer for Lauren Betts in the post? It's just no but I am excited to see Talia Scott in a in a big game like this. Um you know, she's averaging twenty three as a freshman and she's getting talked about a little less than the other players, uh, the other freshmen around her, but with a game with this kind of game, you know, she could really open some eyes even more. Um, Sailor Park Vargas averaging 11 rebounds a game. Um, Michaela Daniels is playing well. Samara Spencer. So, you know, you play a, a balanced game and, you know, you, you wreak some havoc on the defensive end and keep the game close. You never know what can happen. So, it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out as well. That is a game at Arkansas. So, um, you know, hopefully their fans pack it out. Um, and we get a good game in Arkansas as well. Um, uh, anything else on women's side for me? You know, slightly touch on men's. Give me, give me. I know I had to stop myself. I looked. I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, shout out, shout out to Princeton. Uh, they're ranked twenty-five. Um, shout out to Princeton. Man. They had a win over Oklahoma over the weekend and a loss to Indiana. Um, they had lost to UCLA by a three um, a little over a week ago, oh, about two weeks ago now. Um, so shout out to them for, you know, playing, playing big teams and getting good results. Even if you lose, you know, if you come out, you play your best, you know, your best brand of basketball, and you make things happen. You know you'll get rewarded in the long run. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Princeton. They got they got a pretty talented team out there, and they're gonna be they're gonna be right there when it's when it comes time in March. But uh, we can jump on mm-hmm. into men's college basketball. All right, so your boys, the Wildcats, Kentucky. Got a good win. The boys are looking good, man. Freshmen doing the damn thing, bro. Freshmen looking like these. These are looking like the Coach Cal freshmen we're used to. Yes, been a long time. Been a long time, bro. Been a long time. It's been since too long. I want to say it's been since what? Since Cat and Book that team that we've had. Not, not, I want to say we that y'all have had some freshmen that you know we should take serious. I don't go too far now. I don't just... No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm tripping. You know, I'm tripping. This is when I start talking. This is when I, I think out loud. This is where I think out loud right now. Cause I said that, and I'm thinking about. Oh no, they had. They definitely, they definitely had Tyler. They definitely had Maxi. They definitely had Bam, Shay, Tyrese. I said Maxi. Max was the second name said. I said Tyler. I said Max. Oh, well, then you forgetting the you forgetting the real one then. 
I said Bam Shay Tyrese Hero. Who played on the team with Bam? It's two of them. It's two of them. But it's one that you really missing. I'm watching him play right now. He playing the Clippers. They both playing the Clippers. He playing the Clippers. Oh my God, this is crazy. You about to feel so crazy when you no, see who. <sighs> <laughs> Yo, I see that purple. I said, damn it. <laughs> Soon as I saw the logo, I said, damn. Damn. But yeah, definitely swipe up Malik Monk. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox. But it's man. been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a couple of seasons. That one, man. De'Aaron. He's been our Fox. Best guy since, since John Wall. He's been the best guy. You think Good. so? Yeah, I'm talking about. I'd probably agree. Guard wise, I'd, I'd agree because that's back when everybody had high praise for, for uh, Lonzo. And, and yeah, who was? Gave Lonzo the smoke, De'Aaron Fox. Oh, all right. It was a minute. It was a minute. It was a, it was a little, it was run, it was little, little narrative that, that Lonzo was ducking De'Aaron Fox. Their first narrative. couple of in the league. Cause, he was. Cause he didn't play him in that summer league matchup. And it was the he first was. matchup in, in, in the regular season, he didn't play either. And so me and Street was like, uh oh, is is Lonzo ducking De'Aaron Fox here? Because he knew the last time he played De'Aaron gave that boy 37 and sent that boy packing in the sweet 16. Talking about yeah. But Mini. Yeah, no, this Kentucky team, man. Um I remember last year there was a lot of talk about this Kentucky team. And I remember there was a video because Kyle came out with like when they had like a rough skit or whatever, and it was a the the uh, t shirt with all the the uh the five recruits coming in, it's like we gonna be good, we straight. People are talking about we having a rough start. It's fine. It's a whole lot of the season left to play, and he just like casually said it with a t shirt full of like the newest recruits. I think Reed was like the last one to sign, or it was either Reed or or Rob was the last one to like commit or whatever. I don't think it was Rob. Rob is signed pretty early. I feel like Rob. Then it might have been after the DJ. Announcement because everybody knew DJ was going to Kentucky, bro. Like, come on, bro. Everybody knew that, but it just, he just had to announce it. I can't think of when Justin Edwards signed, but I remember seeing like Rob's highlights last year, like early last year, and he was already committed. But I say he was committed when he was at Donda. Yeah, yeah, he was committed. Was like, Donda was day, like, day before he joined overtime, he, uh, OTE. Yeah, his days like, how are you gonna do all this at Kentucky? And I was like, I don't know how to. He's gonna do all that for real, for real. He's doing it. Rob with the shifts. He had 12 points, nine assists last night. Yeah. Um, that boy really separate though. That boy can shoot. <laughs> that boy, you let one that boy form textbook. That his form looked like Joe Harris, but better. Cause you know what that shit is? Butter. Every time he shoot that thing. It was another, it was another <laughs> shoot. No, his shot looks like Joe Harris. His legs just don't jump out as far. But his like the up the upper motion, it do look like Joe Harris. Okay. You thought I was trying to be funny, but no, his his upper oh, motion. I was sorry, why you it, it's not like it's not like JJ. Pisses right now. Hey, they need some shooting. Bad. DMPs. He, like, he got 
But yeah, man. Um, how do you feel about your Kentucky Wildcats? What do you think is the outlook for this season? And we get a chip, nigga. We get a chip, nigga. Cause look, 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 look. Miami ranked number eight. All right, we cooked them. Seventy three to ninety five. Cooked them boys, and I told you we won't worry about Miami. You was like, "No, nah, don't sleep on Miami." Bro. Fuck that. We ain't worried about Miami. This Kentucky. When we at Kentucky, you don't worry about nobody. It don't matter who on your schedule. It don't matter who you playing. It shouldn't matter. You go out there and you cook them every time. Now, mm-hmm. DJ White only played ten minutes because injury. Yeah, so you yeah, yeah. You can imagine if he had played, he really would have been cooking. Fish grease. Come on now. Yes, Justin Edwards only gave it. Justin Edwards. Five of seven, four of five, five of eight, seven of twelve. We shot fifty nine percent from the floor, forty two percent from three. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about, bro? Twenty six assists. Yeah, 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 yeah. We back, we back, we back. I want y'all to put the word up. We back up. We back up. We back up. Hold on, let me let me see what the rest of our schedule look like before conference play. We play. Let's see. Full schedule. Full schedule. Full schedule. We play UNCW, Penn, That's a dub. UNC before Christmas. That's a dub. It, what you making that face for? That's a dub. That's a that's a matchup I want to tune into. Like, that's a dub, nigga. The way Texas look this season. Yeah. I mean, I don't like either team. I'm a Duke fan, obviously, but tune in and see which which one of them is going to win. We play oh. UNC, then we play Louisville, and then we play Illinois State, and then we get into – Conference play, and it's looking, it's looking easy. It's looking scrumptious right Special now. SEC. It's looking like Peach Cobbler out here, bro. Peach Cobbler, that's how you feeling? Dessert? Yeah. We play Gonzaga in February. Peach Cobbler. Barbecue chicken. All that good stuff. Yeah, we Gonzaga's can... never been serious to me. Chinese food. No, that's no, no. We're... Except for the Jalen Suggs year. Except for the Jalen Suggs year. But the Chet year, they were serious. When they had Chet Andrew, they had Chet. Chet. Trett. Who the fuck is Trett? Chet. Chet and Drew Timmy. I was putting Chet and Drew together. Trett. Trett Timmy. Boys, bro. Don't do that. Because they was, they was good. They were good. They were solid. Oh, right. I didn't take them serious. Shit, they made it farther than we did, so I can't say shit. But hey, not this year. It's our year. What y'all talking about? It, you know, if you guys listen to the show, especially if you listen to the show, <laughs> the show you know Tweet has been High skeptical on Kentucky, so so we oh, gotta right. get weekly to read <laughs> Kentucky update every week now. Hey man, I mean shit, we play we play UNCW on fucking Tuesday, so y'all gonna be seeing me or Saturday, so I'm gonna be big chilling. We no way we lose that, no way we lose that, and then we'll not, play not even the best team in the CAA, and then we don't play again until Saturday. We play Penn, and we not worry about that. And then we played the, the following Saturday. We played UNC. Duh. Then we played that Thursday. We played Louisville. Duh. Simple as that. Simple as that. Every game, we've had a different leading score, I think. Almost every game. So, one game with Dillingham, Reeves, Reeves, Shepard, Mitchell, Wagner, Shepard. That's good. That is good. That is good. That means. Looking like a tucky vote, man. Uh, where are y'all ranked right now? Let's see. Too low. Too low, twelve. Oh, that's solid for right now. What? Solid? Boy, we just we just smacked the eighth. 
eighth ranked team. So I mean, y'all gonna eight. move to the top ten. Y'all six and one. Y'all gonna move to top give, ten. Give y'all probably gonna be like eight next week in the AP. Shit, we need to be higher than that. Okay. Duke, Duke struggling with Arkansas. We gonna cook them. So yeah, but yeah, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what the hell going on with Duke, bro. Like, with Jeremy McCain on out there. Duke not striking me. I'm not so by this Duke team. Duke ain't really striking me. Like we I, flip sides. Duke of old. We done flip sides. We flip sides. Cause you know me. You know every year I'm like, yeah, Duke got a nasty squad coming in. They got a. All these, you know, they're like no one got no more recruits in whatever, no more recruiting class, whatever. Yeah, right, 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 right. I'm always talking all this, all this about Duke. Duke this year. Ain't really this this year's team ain't really struck me like the, like the teams of the past. It's not. I don't know what it is. I don't know because I'm a Duke fan and Duke fans are spoiled because we had Coach K for most of our lives, all of our lives for some of us. Jeremy Roach, what he doing? Okay, he, he cool. <laughs> oh, okay, that's tough. He good. I give him that. I, oh, I, a lot. I, I like, I like what I've seen from Jeremy Roach in his college career. Like, you can see the growth in his game. I remember when he was a freshman, and I wasn't really a big fan of him or whatever. I was just like, eh, he, he, you know, because I, I, I don't know. I just didn't see. I just didn't. I didn't see it. But as time progressed, he got better and he became a leader of this team. And now he's like. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I need to lock in because no way the way I'm talking about some of these teams, well, they probably nice. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to keep a squad. Usually they, squad. they, they, they normally keep, keep a nice men's pro they know oh, they, they got three losses program. already, boy. Nah, hell no. Nah. They already got three losses. Hell no, nah, bro. Nah, nah, I'm not here. Guess, I don't know. I don't know how good Arkansas is this year, but I know Arkansas is ain't no slouch. But same time, right. you've been playing with their food all season too, though. You've been playing with their food all season. The hey. food ain't even hot no more. They still blowing on it. That's how. That's how much they play with their food. He said the food ain't hot no more. And they still blowing on it. That is crazy. Like, oh yeah, man. Like take care of it, bro. Let's look. Let me let me look at Duke's schedule, man. Let me look at Duke's outcomes this season, bro. Let's see, man. Because because they lost to they lost to Arizona. Oh yeah, they lose to Arizona. Freaking Caleb Love in Arizona. He, he likes it, though. Let that, let that man Caleb Love get the last laugh. He likes cooking. Come on, <laughs> man. He automatically got the last laugh. He, he got the dub and Coach K Listen, listen. Lost to Arizona. Now, you know, they had a solid game against Michigan State. You know, they won by, won by nine there. One by nine there. I, I remember that game. That was a good game, whatever. Um, they beat Bucknell by 30. LaSalle by 29. Southern Indiana by 18. He's making up schools at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Southern Indiana? I don't know. Like, they're not calling me week two, though. But hey, you, you got Indiana State, Southern Indiana, IUPUI. How many Indiana schools could you possibly have? <laughs> How many niggas can hoop in Indiana? I mean, <laughs> it's the Hoop State? Notre Dame? Wait, like, no, shit. no, North Carolina Hoop State. I'm tripping. Like, or is Indiana Hoop State? One of them two Hoop State. I know like, they are you which, which state is Hoop State. Indiana, Indiana State, Notre Dame, IUPUI. Yeah, after, this, look, after this, they got Georgia Tech. Charlotte, Hofstra, they playing CAA teams. Hofstra, Baylor, which is ninth, and Queens College. Is Queens College? 
Can they play a game with a college in it? Or is it is it university? I don't know which one it is. No, no it's Queens College. Y'all playing a team with a college in it? Well, y'all playing Lambda. <laughs> Queens I'm pretty sure Lambda played them. I'm pretty sure Lambda played them when we was D3, I think. I'm pretty sure, too. No, nah, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's, the that's still, what you want to call it? CAA? Yeah, they still CAA. Y'all could have at least played some Power 5 school, like a Big E school or something. Like I said, we got Baylor. God, Kansas, we got Friday? We got Baylor the game before Queens. They're they're ranked number ninth at the moment, but they gonna lock y'all up. Then we got then we got starting January second. We have play. ACC is probably the toughest conference in the nation. Men's wise. Who's that? Who's number two from Arkansas? Because he just pulled up in transition like he crazy. Oh, they probably about to show the replay now. I just missed the call. I was looking at what's my call. Oh, it? Who is that? Because he yeah, pulled up, right, up. up now too. Oh wow! Splash! And then Who's he that? danced on him. And then he danced on him. Hold on, what his name is? I think it's something battle. I know it ain't Ty's battle. That boy been out the league. Been out uh, college. Yeah, no, we got conference play started January. I don't know, man. Conference play is really whenever. We're going to see what's what with this team. Because y'all play them weak-ass schools in the ACC. It's like three, four teams. ACC. It's four good teams in the ACC every year, bro. Let's see. You got this year. You got UNC, Miami. Miami, we just smacked them by 22. So don't Clemson, even Clemson, bro. In basketball. In, in basketball, yes. But Clemson, six. this is the first time they're 6 Who they play, though? They beat Alabama their last game. Is Alabama good? Alabama's 23rd in the nation. Should they be? Yeah, the wrong person. <laughs> ask, ask Greg and Carter. Ask, ask Greg and lost, Carter. You asked the wrong person. They lost, oh boy, and they ain't got Javon. So is this based off of last year? They beat UAB, of- which is a which has been a, a solid oh. which has been a solid mid-major school. They beat Davidson, Boise State, Winthrop, oh. that was mid-major. Um, yeah, they, they ain't playing nobody yet. Beat Alcorn State. Their biggest victory is Clemson, though. They ain't beat nobody yet. They're not Clemson. Biggest victory is Alabama. And then they got oh, Clemson played those Carolina, teams. TCU, Memphis, Queens. Damn, they play Queens, too. <laughs> Damn, Queens just getting ran. No. <laughs> Man, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode, bro. <laughs> Oh no, though, man. Tariq is real high on his team. Me, my uh, team, told me something. And I don't normally do this. Y'all see me. Normally it's reverse. Know. Normally it's always reverse. I'm my teams, but hey, when Kentucky doing their thing, you know what that means. It's too never mind. It's too cold to put that jacket on. They gonna be fucked up. Nah. <laughs> they got the I need, some, I need some cold weather Duke stuff, but I need like a. I need a. I need a. That should be too expensive. Double digit game winner. I saw a Duke jacket that I. I it was my boy Venice shop. I saw the price, and I understood the price, but that price didn't sit well with me. But I understand. I get it. You said the price isn't right. <laughs> price was not 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 for my budget, but somebody else's budget, sure. With hey, and now that, that just ain't no regular jacket that you can just find. So, I get it. I get it, but I do need some warm weather Duke stuff. Not warm weather, cold weather Duke stuff. Some cozy Duke stuff, you know? 
You ain't get a Duke hoodie. It's been so long since I had a Duke hoodie, yeah. like middle school. Bro, you know what kind of hoodie? You know what hoodie oh I'm about? No, I'm. <laughs> it's a funny That's picture awesome. with a Duke hoodie and a Duke snapback on. <laughs> it was like one of my first Facebook posts. Ooh. Oh, uh, that would not see the light of day. Ooh, look at these jackets. Coach, yo. But yeah, nah, anyways, man. I ain't got nothing else. Uh, we got a good weekend of hoops, though. Shit, oh. let, let Duke lose this game. <laughs> let Duke lose this Miami game. Miami, Kentucky. Oh. You got Tennessee and U- UNC. That was earlier today. Um, Duke and Arkansas. That's right now as well. Um, I thought I had more. What's my call games? Oh, we got UConn and Kansas in the men's. I said that. They play on Friday. Yeah, UConn and Kansas in the men's. Bro. I might, I might, I might tune in. Listen, bro. That big matchup might be might be something to watch for real, for real. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Which McCall? What? What's the name? Donovan Klingon against uh Hunter Dickinson. Oh yeah, that boy from Maryland. Yeah, you know he nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, bro. Bro found out Hunter Dickinson from DMV and was like, "Oh yeah, he he gay." <laughs> oh yeah, that boy nice. Hey, they they cook ER right now. Hey, man. I I I'm crazy because I sucked my teeth when you said his name and I said, "Oh wait, 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 he's from Maryland." Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. remind yourself. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy for real. That's your guy. That's that's, that's fam. He won the one, gang. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's Broski. Yeah. Always for lifers. For lifers. So, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Oh, you went to the bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> for real, sandbox days. We he's see. like, "You go to the bathroom? What do you do there?" He, oh, he won the championship. Today? Yeah, he good, bro. <laughs> good in the hood. He pull up. We go like, yo, he valid. Oh my god, they really cooking y'all right now. Anyways, man, um, yeah. all the way for Khalif Battle. I need to look him Khalif. up. What's his name? Um, Battle. Yeah, got a good weekend of hoops coming up. CC has a big test. They got FAU, which is probably arguably the best mid major school in the nation at the moment. CC was one of the better mid major schools last year. Um. Kind of regressed a little bit this year, from what I've seen, but they got a big, they got a big test. Ah, oh, my neck. I'm pulling for them. Well, you look hella good here. <laughs> okay, it's my fault. It's my, that's what I'm a martyr. I'm a martyr. All day, every day, unless they're playing oh, good. Oh, PG, don't do them like that. But all right, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Thank y'all for running up the numbers this year. Doing numbers where the lady June. Keep doing it. Um, Next time we see y'all, it's gonna be December. Yeah. Come on now. Wow. The year is gone by. It's a fact. It's, it's almost fact. Well, I swear we was just in the summer. I swear we just had that final four, bro. I'm not final four. Uh March Madness, bro. Like I swear. I feel like that weekend was long but short at the same time. It was. <laughs> right. Like we just like zoom, you know. Literally, we did so much in just, like, what, two days? Two days, three days of games? Yeah. And it was, like, the days were long, but it would go by fast. Yeah, it was, what, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? And then it was, like. No, oh, it was, what? Or Friday, Friday Saturday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. So it was four days. It was Friday. It was, like, side two. Saturday was, like, side three. Then it was side mm-hmm. two, side three. Again. So it was, like, three, six, three, sixteen. Lead eight, lead eight.
going back home. I gotta, I gotta make it back up to Greenville again, bro. Greenville's a cool city. It really is. I, I rock with it. Yeah. But all right, y'all. See y'all next week to talk NBA. Um, in season tournament will be beginning for real, for real. The knockout stage will be gearing up or no? Not should have been in, bro. Magic should have been in, bro. How the team that get in they smack like twenty? Get out of here, bro. Nah, nah. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm thinking, bro? Some cupcake things happen, bro. Like the Knicks are in the wild card position, and they had to play against the damn Hornets. And we had to play the Bucks. And, and, and the thinking. doggone Knicks were in the wild card position and had to play against the Hornets. So easily they could have ran up the point differential there. And then you got the Boston Celtics. With no Lamelo. Got the Boston Celtics, who happened to have to play against the Chicago the Bulls. Bulls. The Bulls. Boy, them boys was cheeks. Happened to play against the Chicago Bulls for their last game. They on that bullshit. I saw I was like conflicted, bro. I was like, I I, I didn't understand what was going on, but I kind of felt the way. I was like, damn, we really ain't make it, bro. We won and we, we still lost. We won at what cost? Y'all won and helped them out. Yeah. Like, we didn't beat them enough. Like, we we beat the – who we played against? Y'all didn't beat Orla- uh, Boston. Y'all beat Orlando. No, we beat Orlando. Yeah, but I'm saying who we beat last – oh, Toronto. Toronto. We, beat, we beat Toronto, but we ain't beat them enough. Oh. And then Jason Sam complaining about point differential and stuff. Man, y'all at zero. Y'all can easily run it up, just like I did. Easily run it up and, and be in the position. And look at y'all. Look what y'all did. Shoot, Orlando should have ran up more. Listen, man. All, all I know is, bro, them boys, whatchamacallit. Oh, he ties Battle's brother. See? That boy crazy, ain't he? I said, I know it's not Tyus Battle. Because the boy looked for me. I said, I know it's not Tyus right. Battle. Yeah. But, nah, doggone... What was I about to say? Good job. Just, hey, anyways, good job to whoever. I don't want to say came up, but whoever constructed this because it ended up being good. Um, Had us, I want to say, caring about the regular season because we already care about the regular season, just us. But, like, made the casual fan, you know, something to look into. Because, you know, ES, not ESPN, the NBA was competing with NFL. That's why they, you know, they moved their Thursday broadcast on TNT to Tuesday nights to not compete with the NFL with their Thursday night football and stuff, which I'm like, bro, what? Like, come on, you know the Thursday broadcast, the best broadcast for NBA. Like, what are you doing here, Adam? So you scared. What you scared of what you scared of Roger Goodell and Moy for? What you scared of dummy ball for? Huh? What, 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 what you scared of caveman ball for, man? Like, come on, bro. You know you got the real product on the streets. Come on, bro. You know I got a real product out there, man. You know everybody come to see y'all on Thursday night. So much so they put Thursday night games on their prime. Not everybody got prime. Everybody got TNT though. Not everybody got NBA TV. Everybody got TNT. Put the games back on TNT, Adam Silver. Thursday night. Come on, man. You're robbing us of good content. You know we love the NBA on TNT, guys. We, we you know, you know you like we love the inside guys. Candace Parker, D Wade on occasion. Uh uh Adam Lefko. We rocks with that. Bring it back. I know they come back on Thursdays whenever NFL season's over, but like that's I don't know. All right. Anyways, you're going too long here. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Thank you guys for randoms up this year. Uh if you are in Spotify rap, no, give it I'm gonna say a shout out. Um, you know, just post it, tag us, whatever we will post. Um, shout out to the ones that were are in their Spotify raps for their um <clears throat> 
Yeah, I'm running out of words. Anyways, thank you guys. Appreciate y'all.